BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits and I'm bringing it to you real and unfiltered. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Symbiotica. So if you're not familiar with Symbiotica, it is an innovative wellness company that designs sophisticated organic nutritional formulations scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling the nutritional gaps from a typical modern day diet. Symbiotica's mission is to inspire individuals to take ownership of their health through proper nutritional supplementation and sound education. And today I'm talking to the founder of Symbiotica, Shervin, and we are talking all about wellness, but this isn't just your typical wellness episode. So we are talking about kind of the fundamentals of health and wellness, but we also discuss the importance of proper sleep. We talk about escapism and stress and how common escapism is now and the detriments of that. We talk about the power of being present. We talk about purpose. We talk about consciousness and acts of service. We talk turning trauma into purpose and so much more. This was a really deep conversation and I really enjoyed talking to him. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Welcome, Shervin. It's good to be here, Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) We were just practicing saying each other's names before this. So very excited to have you here. We were kind of talking before we started that we don't really know where this is going to go. Obviously, you're a wealth of information, and I've heard you on a lot of other podcasts cover a lot of different topics. So I think we'll just dive in and see what comes up. But I'd love to start by having you tell the audience a little bit about your background and your upbringing, because it is pretty unique and how that lends itself to your approach to health and wellness now. Well, it's good to be here. Entering LA was quite the experience. And I always use that as a good metaphor to life. You know, you know, you go through the fire and you see the prize at the end. And here we are right now talking about things that I'm probably going to love to talk about and share with you and get to know you a little bit better. My background, you know, born and raised in Southern California, incredible parents, very open, energetically, spiritually allowed me to really curate my own 
thinking as opposed to indoctrinating their belief systems onto me. From there, I was mentored by you know many thought leaders in the fields of spirituality and health and purpose and all those things. I was an athlete, so I was bridging the gap in the athletic world and spiritual world while really understanding the laws of nature and the laws of humanity. And from there, it just escalated into world exploration and diving deep into the sciences, diving deep into, you know, the inward space, which I like to call it, which is, you know, the the spiritual space that's in between the the, the realms. And I just I, I find that to be the most valued and the 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 best gift to offer myself is to stay away from all the noise out there and get caught up in all the traps. And because of that approach, it allowed me to make the right decisions and put me in the right places to meet the right people. And we are really just the sum of all the beautiful ancients ahead of us and all the beautiful people around us. And so there's many principles in life that I was taught at an, at an age where I was developing a lot through my father and his fundamental way of thinking which gave me the opportunity to grow and become who I am today. And at the end of the day, you know, every day I'm learning. It's every day I'm a student, you know. What do they say? You become enlightened, you you chop wood, carry water, you become enlightened. Then what do you do the next day? You do the same thing over. Mm-hmm. It's just constantly like absorbing and reflecting and you know, I wouldn't say perfecting because I think perfecting is an illusion but always getting to a place where you're having different angles of experience and learning more and more. And so that was really my childhood and upbringing. A lot of time on the earth, a lot of time in around Waldorf education, a lot of time the background of, you know, Rudolf Steiner's work in biodynamics and this is a very, you know, multifaceted way of looking at life and looking at food and looking at man's and women's relationship with children and and communication and all these things that we've seemed to have lost, you know, over the last hundred years, if not sooner. And so I like to um, think of myself and my tribe as, you know, people that are are seeking a better existence for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's really was the, the birthplace of Symbiotica and what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. You call yourself an experiential researcher. <laughs> Can you describe what that means and how you... I guess how you've become an expert on so many of these areas of wellness. Yeah, so being a direct observer of your own condition gives you an opportunity to not just intellectually experience something, but to go through the motions and bring it into you on a physiological level, which then creates the experiential purpose. And so I I learned that at, at a very early age is that, you know, we can be taught all these things in a classroom and we can be given so much, you know, in depths of mathematics and, and arts and all of these things. But until you're actually embodying it and you're, you're living it, it won't uptake into the system and it won't create, you know, the groundwork of you becoming the person that you're incarnated here to become, you know, as opposed to living in a false illusion or a false identity. I think, you know, the Maya, the illusion is very heavy today. You know, a lot of people are in a false identity. They're doing, they're living a false life. And when you're in the false identity, you're reaching for things that aren't good for you because you're trying to escape. And Mm -hmm. the core of my message is 
escapism, escapism, escapism. And that deteriorates your health, your mental health, your emotional health. It deteriorates, you know, your body's immune system, your hormone system, all of those things. And so for me, have being a direct observer, being experiential means that not only am I learning the applications that were taught and created ahead of me, but I'm also taking those and applying them to my everyday. And I'm seeing how they they affect my everyday. So I, I develop rituals on a constant basis. I see what's what works, what doesn't work. I do I do some form of technology where I can tech test some of my data points and see this is trending in the right direction. I see how I feel and I tap into myself on a deep level. You know, this is similar with what Dr. Bruce Lipton talks about with epigenetics, the biology of belief. Well, the biology of belief is real as long as you practice it. That's what epigenetics is. Epi means above the genetic expression. So if I'm embodying the the you know the the meditator if i'm embodying the worshiper if i'm embodying the scientist i'm building momentum so my my physiology my mental capabilities my empathy my my level to feel and to feel pain and to feel loved grows and it, instead of looking for that instant gratification and that shortcut which seems to be almost like a plague today. Mm-hmm. I'm able to live, and I and what I've noticed is being an experiential researcher, things slow down drastically, which is phenomenal. Because as you get older, it's cliche to say you know things are getting faster and faster, and of course they are. We are stuck on a Gregorian calendar with you know Monday through Sunday and these holidays that are what I don't even understand these <laughs> holidays. And we have the weekdays and weekends. We have all these like systems. And after 10, 20 years of that, you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And you're not even present because you're just thinking about that Friday. You're just thinking about that, you know, that Sunday football game. You're just thinking about so- so-and-so's birthday, wh- whatever it is. And that is robbing us of this expressionary moment that we're having right now. So part of being an experiential researcher is being ultimately present with every breath, mm-hmm. everything that you do. And now, it's not easy to do that. It's not like I'm not trying to I'm not speaking here like in some god state. What I it, it's a practice. Yeah. There's moments where I fall off the wagon and I get caught up in irrelevant stuff that take me away from, you know, what I truly love, and that's just part of being human and being part of this 21st century model that we're in. So, long story short, being hyper present and being aware with what is feeding my soul versus what is robbing me as almost like a parasite and stealing from me without creating like a communal balance or symbiotic balance. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to a lot of Eckhart Tolle talks lately. And, you know, he always talks about the power of now. And I was listening to one the other day where he was talking about the future and the future isn't real. And we're so caught up in the future and the next thing and this kind of hamster wheel. And he's like, everyone's concept of the future is different because it's in our mind. It's not even a reality. So that's a good reminder, I think, to just come back to the now. It is easier said than done. And I always say, like, we're so distracted. You can wake up in the morning, pick up your phone, be completely distracted out of your body until you fall asleep with the TV on or whatever. And for me personally, I started meditating 2018 and 
I feel like some people glaze over when you start talking about meditation. But for me, it was one of the critical key components in the rest of my wellness routine because suddenly that stillness and being able to be present in your body and all of that, I could feel my hunger cues. Mm. I could decide what what type of exercise would feel good on any given day. Obviously, it had other far-reaching benefits from sleep, stress, you know, relationships, all of that. But I feel like that really can't be stressed enough, but it's so overlooked because kind of like what you're saying, people want the instant gratification. They want to know what supplements to take, totally. which are great, yeah. but what to eat, what supplements to take, what workout to do, you know, what CBD to take at night, whatever it is. Isn't it interesting <laughs> that exactly, and I love hearing that. I love hearing your story and your experience and being able to tune in is that what people want, they want all these things. It's almost like a pharmaceutical approach mm -hmm. when these are the same people that are that know that the pharmaceutical industry mainly is just treating symptoms. Mm -hmm. Yet they're still embodying the, the consciousness of that idea, right. which is, okay, why is my T4 not converting properly to T3? Why have my esteroidal levels here? Why is my progesterone? The, you know, it, it, we gotta get to the whole before we can start getting technical. I'm not against technical. I'm I'm a tech I'm techno as techno as it gets. That's a funny <laughs> word. But we we have to get into our convictions and who we are and like what the hell we're doing in our everyday. And that's why rituals are so important. That's why not getting distracted is so important. Mm -hmm. And it's almost be, it, it is a drug now that distraction and escapism it's mm -hmm. part of the i would say almost the mindset of a lot of people out there i you know i have a lot of friends in different pockets not too close but i keep them just to see so i can feel out what's going on in the world and you know some of the younger generation are they're stressed out they're they're at their wits end on yeah. a biochemical level and spiritual level a lot of people here in los angeles I see how they're living. I see the, the, the you know, just the, the structure of their lives, which is complete in complete disarray, and it's daunting. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, I, I feel for it, and I think, you know, if you're listening to this, you got to get real with yourself. You got to look yourself in the mirror, and you got to start doing like a review or an analysis or reconcile, you know, your last ninety days, and just mm -hmm. look at how you're living. Look at how you're going to sleep. You know, look at the relationships you have, you know, look at how you're hydrating yourself. You know, do you understand the fundamentals of basic health first and foremost? Where are you giving your energy away? Is there an energy exchange? You know, are we like, are you draining or depleting your jing energy every single day? Are you in a career or a job that you are absolutely miserable? All of these things are playing its part. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the system that we're in. Like, do you, should we be in this like, debt capital system where we have to be fighting for just to drink clean water? Mm -hmm. Of course not. But that's the reality we're in right now. So we also have to like face the facts. We can't be so hyper in illusion and we can't be just straight materialist where we're, you know, we're, we've lost our way. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you um, sat back and you went into the, into other levels of like, you know your inner your inner world mm -hmm. through meditation and i'm sure you found 
like areas that could needed some tweaking and some maybe some patterns that you had where you can reframe them you know mm-hmm. because we've developed these patterns and it's all part of our coping mechanisms to deal with everyday stresses and stresses come in all forms you know they come in weird light technology <laughs> they come in you know the xenoestrogens they come in chemical compounds they come in tv they come in all the weird psyop news and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's heavy it's heavy duty and then it can come from your parents it can come from your your partner it can come from your kids or whatever there's so many different stressors so we got to get rooted in our balance if we want to live a life of purpose and you know stewardship where we're actually doing something mm-hmm. and contributing to something greater than ourselves mm-hmm. i like this idea of kind of looking at your life and just recognizing all of those things. I've been sober for a long time. And one of the things that you regularly do in sobriety is take inventory. And they say, you know, a business that doesn't take inventory can't be successful. And we as people just don't want to look at that and we don't want to confront it. But there's something to be said for like this house cleaning, you know, regular house cleaning, making room for other things. And I'm curious, like for somebody who's listening right now, what are, I'm trying to think how to phrase this, what are some things that maybe people don't think of that might be contributing to, you know, their health kind of unraveling or disease? Yeah. You mentioned light, you mentioned stressors, but are there other things like that we might just be doing automatically day to day that we should be cognizant of? Yeah. First of all, respect. You know, that's, I talked to a lot of people that are in the program that have been in the program a long time. You know, I've been someone that's always been speaking about just the devastation that alcohol has on this reality fundamentally. I know it through personal experience. You know, I had a bout where I went through a little bit of a drinking phase and I, and I, I know exactly what it's doing on a chemical level in the body. Mm -hmm. It's literally pulling out some of the most important parts of us. And so that's that's fantastic to hear Thank that. You. Well done. Got my full support. Thank you. And so th- th- there is many ways to approach health, but I think, you know, everyone always comes to me and goes, okay, what are the, you know, what, what can I do? And I put a lot of that out on my social media in terms of the fundamentals. You know, mm-hmm. I think before we go into getting, you know, ozone therapy directly IV or g- getting, you know, stem cell therapies or even getting on some really high-end nutraceutical products and strategies, we have to like we have to we have to clean house, and we have to remove the things that are causing the damage first and foremost, because you're just going to be chasing your own tail. And so, when it comes to like you know the body's system functionality of rejuvenation and restoration has to be number one. And how does that happen? Well, that happens with sound sleep. You know, sleep is the most important, in my po- opinion, is the most important aspect to life, which is interesting because I remember, you know, in my early 20s, I was like, I'm going to sleep when I die because <laughs> I'm so busy and I'm getting so done, so much shit done. And it's all this like, you know, this hype around this like motivation stuff and this hustle, hustle stuff, which is beautiful. Like, Hustle, like crush it, kick kick ass in what you do, love what you do, but find a, a way to balance. That way you can crush it longer and be more innovative because your faculties are working for you as opposed mm-hmm. to you fighting it. 
And so if you're not sleeping properly, you're way behind the eight ball already. There's nothing really you can do. And you're probably doing everything you can to stay at equilibrium. And that's a, a number of things. I mean, I know there's a lot of people on pharmaceutical drugs like Adderall. There's a lot of people that are, ta- that are you know, over-consuming caffeine, which is, you know, a, a neuro and central nervous system stimulant, which can cause a cascading number of issues, especially for women. And so for me, it's getting a sleep ritual in place. I know that we live in a fun world and we love going out. We love having good times, me especially, but I, I plan it. I mm-hmm. don't just wing those things. Mm-hmm. So like, I know if I'm going to Tulum for a week, I'm, I'm, I'm resting up and I'm getting prepared for what that week entails. And even while I'm down there, I have my balances in place because I am structured in that way. And there's, and it's not rocket science. It's just understanding the fundamentals. So really get, you know, get, get square with your, your, your reality, rising with the sun, grounding to the earth, hydrating properly. Those are fundamental. Getting sunlight on your body on the on the rise is so critical. I can't overstress that enough. If you're not getting that sunlight at 7:30, 8:30, 9:30, 10 a.m., you're missing a massive wave in it, your immune function and your body's ability to turn on certain things and turn off certain things. Your own melatonin production is produced with sunlight. So melatonin we know is the sleep neurotransmitter, which is manufactured in the pineal gland. But we also know there's a second phase of melatonin that goes throughout the entire body. And it's one of the most important antioxidants, even more important than glutathione, which we're all learning, we've all been learning about for years. And so those fundamentals, proper sleep, making sure it's pitch dark, making sure you don't have a phone buzzing next to your ear, making sure that the room temperature is somewhere between 65 to 68 degrees, making sure you're not drinking too much water past, you know, 7.30, 8pm. That way you're not waking up having to break your sleep cycle. These are important things. If you're, if you have a partner, you know, who's not allowing you to sleep, then you got to sleep in separate beds. It's as simple as that. You, you, it's just not something that this is a non, what's the word for it? You can't sacrifice this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's like, it's just one of those things. And then let's talk about your eating. You know, mm-hmm. what are you putting in your body every single day? What nutrition, what do you consider to be nutrition? And what is your meal timing? And what are you combining with your meals? A big one that I want to talk about is, you know, if you're eating, you know, a, a protein and a fat, you can't follow that with a dessert. You can't follow that with anything that has sugar in it. Food combining is one of the most important aspects of health. It's what keeps your GI tract clean. It's what keeps your body systems pumping properly. It takes the burden off your liver, your gallbladder, all of those things. And so I see, you know, it's it's just the American way. It's that, you know, you eat this meal and then they bring you a dessert menu. Mm-hmm. And I always tell the waiter, I said, what are you trying to do? I'm not a kombucha farm. I'm not <laughs> trying to ferment everything I just ate, right? So make sure your your food combining is on par like fruits stay with fruits you know you you don't mix proteins and fats with carbohydrates it's just especially simple carbohydrates complex you can get away with it a little bit more like sweet potato and quinoa mm-hmm. and stuff like that wild rice but don't mix those things i'm a qualitarian so i don't you know i don't submit to the isms mm-hmm. i choose my food based on experience and knowing where I'm getting it from. 
you know, and everyone has access to do these kinds of things, you know, find your local farmer's market, see who, you know, the proper eggs, who's doing it the right way, sustainable, of course, but also organic. We don't want any herbicide, pesticide, fungicide, larvicide, insects, all of that stuff, glyphosate. We don't want any of that in our body. We don't want to disturb our, our microbiota whatsoever because then you have a cascading effects of complete emotional, mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really critical. And then when it comes to supplementation, you know, Symbiotica, of course, you know, I, I feel like we are leading the way in just about everything that we're doing. You know, it's really a team and it's become this whole thing right now. I'm just one sliver of it. And how you do anything is how you do everything. That's our, that's like the motto. And so we, you know, we develop these really high end particular formulas you know, we're not trying to think one blanket thing that takes care of everything it doesn't work that way, you know, and we have, we cycle things. Not everything is for every day. The body doesn't work that way. And so if you're wanting to get healthy, you're going to choose to get healthy because what you're not doing, you're choosing. Mm-hmm. I always tell people that. So it's, it, it comes from that conviction. But I also know that if you have, you know, dysbiosis in the gut, and you're filled with heavy metals, toxins, you're loaded with parasites, which is a whole subject we could get into, which I'm diving so deep in right now. You might not even have the ability to have the the consciousness to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, is that we are a we're a dynamic system. You know, all these senses that we have, these biochemicals, the feedback, hormones, little chemical messengers, all these different things that are going on at once is real and so that's why the fundamentals are so important sleep light hydration proper salts and then let's talk about movement a little bit Mm -hmm. movement is critical is up there as the you know top two top three if you're not moving you're stagnated stagnation leads you directly towards pathology leads, leads you directly towards disease just think about you know a pond that for whatever reason, the, the spring or a creek got cut off to it, what happens to that water in 24 hours in sunlight? It mm-hmm. spoils and everything starts growing in it because there's you're getting no oxygen pumping through that. That's why when you have an aquarium at your house, it has to be running through, you know, a, a bubbler has to be going. Right. So we have to move. The body's emotional and our, the glands in our body, our pituitary, hypothalamus, all the reproductive systems, there needs to be movement and contraction to not only release chemicals and endorphins, but also stimulate detoxification processes throughout the body. And so we're not designed to be sitting in these artificial boxes in front of artificial light, in front of artificial TVs. <laughs> it's insanity. We're bathing in the light right now, by we're, the way. <laughs> we're getting cooked. That's why I brought, so these are blue blockers. That's why I could see a little bit of a blue You could see a little bit of the blue so, tent. Yes. Yeah, so this smart. is this is a light on the spectrum. I should have brought the other ones. <laughs> this is me trying to look smart glasses. <laughs> so, you, you know, we, we got to really reverse engineer our reality. And we always think, oh, I can change this next year. I can, I can, nope, uh, uh-uh, wrong. Doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You have to do that now. If you're listening to this, you have to do that now, especially if you're listening to this, because then your soul is going to be coming after you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's something I've been researching too is like when you keep like burying things, it eats you up mm-hmm. because you, your subconscious is a lot stronger than your frontal conscious. Right. An example is I just drove here through twisting traffic 
dodging through. <laughs> I almost died thirty times on the way here. Right. I was on a, I was on two important calls the whole time. One of them was so fascinating. I was talking to one of the most intelligent people in the world who's changing the game in so many ways in the blockchain space. And I was in the conversation, but my subconscious took over the drive. And so when I got here, wherever this is, I don't mm. even remember how I got here. <laughs> you guys, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Have you ever been? Yes, yeah, right? when you get somewhere and you don't, yes. You, you're on a call and you're, so the yeah. sub, my subconscious was steering a five ton car, Tahoe, through traffic mm-hmm. and through you know a blender of of metal while I was in it completely somewhere else. And right. that, that just shows you how powerful the subconscious is. They say it's fifty thousand times stronger than the conscious than the frontal conscious, which I, I I don't know exactly how you would analog that, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if our subconscious is filled with trauma, it's filled with resentment, it's filled with anger, and you've pushed it away your subconscious is not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why people make irrational decisions. Mm-hmm. That's why people are are making, you know, decisions that aren't based on self-love, right? Because if you're not, uh, you know, if, if you have a problem with, with drugs or alcohol or abuse or whatever, and you're not making a change, that means that you've switched off the self-love and you're just running on a program, mm-hmm. you know? And I, it, it's it's very fascinating for me when you go into different levels of psychology and you can see how we've turned our back on our own self and the system has done a really good job of of putting us in that position but we cannot blame the system Mm -hmm. we can only correct it and that's that's the whole thing you know is we're here to save ourselves there's nobody coming to save us right you know and for better, for worse, you know, we have this social media, all this internet, all this kind of stuff. Okay, there's a lot of crazy stuff that comes with that, but there's also a lot of information there as well. And there's a lot of ways of connecting with, you know, your soul fam and your tribe. So you're not alone in this. You just have to take the step forward. Mm-hmm. You have to make it part of your like conviction to do so. Mm-hmm. If somebody is listening to this and they feel like they want to make changes and maybe they're having different health issues, they have gut dysbiosis, they're having hormonal issues, they're low on energy, they feel like their nutrition could be better, they also have stress and trauma. I mean, obviously these things kind of work in concert, but do you think that somebody could be doing all the right things but have, you know, this subconscious stress, trauma, whatever it is, and that is causing them to be in poor health, even despite doing all of the right yes. things. Okay. And, yes. Where do people start? Because there's so many different avenues. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's listening to this and they're just overwhelmed and they want to, you know, make changes today, where do you start? Yeah. Great question. So a- again, it's, it's reflecting on you know, what your experience currently is and what the trauma is in your life. So sometimes trauma can be your purpose, right? What What's the quote from pain to purpose, mm-hmm. right? And I find that being in your shadow and understanding your shadow is where your greatest gift is. That's mm-hmm. a human design slash gene keys perspective which is a very intricate way of fundamentally pulling out the victim and becoming, you know, the superhero and the superhero of your own life. So, you know, if if 
right now you feel like you're chasing your own tail, you need to figure out what is go- what what is giving you your cues in life. Like, why are you in the position that you're in right now without being a victim? Is fundamentally take a left brain approach, and let's just get scientific with it. You know, I made X Y Z decision. I got into X Y Z relationship. You know, I had this trauma with my father. This caused me, you know, this, this. It's it's time to do some investigative work. At the same time, and I think we mentioned it before, take a real solid approach to your everyday lifestyle. You know, what what is it that you're choosing over something else that might be better for you? What patterns do you have that are taking you out of actually getting somewhere and creating momentum in life? You know, are you listening to health podcasts like this? Are you are you flooding yourself with the same nonsense and rhetoric every single day? Are you scrolling around on social media wishing you had a different life? Are you, you know, constantly, you know, giving someone else a lot of shit too? Like, are, are you an asshole in your relationship with other people, which is a reflection of you? You know, all of those things, we have to really look in the mirror. And so there's there's ways of doing that. I mean, some people go to the jungles and drink ayahuasca. Some people go and sit in ceremonies and and sit with shamans and you know, sit like stand like a tree for two days straight and try to figure it out. There's, there's really, there, you know, there's ways of doing this. You could get into a Joe Dispenza workshop and do his advanced course and, you know, go into deep theta waves of meditation for hours on end. If you don't have the resources to do these kinds of things, there's books on this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just getting out into nature. Maybe you just got to clear the vessel. And just wipe things out. Turn the social media off for thirty days. Mm-hmm. You know, cut. You know, if cut off the people that are not making you feel good about yourself, and start creating a plan. Write it out. You know, I think put writing on a canvas. Writing, write the actual dictation, not like typing, but like writing, is a powerful form of alchemy. It's been tried and tested for thousands of years. It's mm-hmm. obviously meant something. You know. These are things that you need to do. And then from there, get your health on point. You know, I think it's the capstone of it all. You know, if you don't have your health, you got nothing, you know, and, and you're, you're really just heading towards a cliff mm-hmm. and, a, and a fast train. Mm-hmm. And so what water are you drinking every day? What water are you bathing in? You know, what foods are you eating? Again, the supplementation, learn how the liver works. Maybe say, okay, every week, for the next 10 weeks, I'm going to learn about the central nervous system. I'm going to learn about adrenal glands. I'm going to learn what the parathyroid is. I'm going to learn what the liver does. I'm going to learn what the kidney does. I'm going to understand how hormones convert. Like just say for the next 10 weeks, one week, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. In so ten- you want to come back every week for 10 weeks? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm open to it. I think. And, and so, and so that what you just said right there, see how that happened. If you put yourself in position, then hypersynchronicities will occur. Mm-hmm. That's that's like the chaos slash controlled chaos and beauty of life is that if you're not in a momentum state, you're not seeing these synchronicities. You're not, you know, I I I, I have hypersynchronicities almost like two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. Some of them we try to calculate the the chances of it just on a mathematical level and it's it's impossible but because i believe in the frequency of law of attraction on a like on a literally on a dielectric charge meaning there's a 
there's a biochemical feedback that's attuning us. I, I truly believe this. This isn't hocus pocus. I believe that we are creating our own lives. We're manifesting our own lives and we're attracting the people that are meant to cross our paths. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that make the most impact. And all of a sudden, one conversation, boom, your entire life changes. Mm-hmm. I was at the montage in Laguna on Saturday and, and I ran into my childhood best friend who literally called me last week, but I didn't pick up because I was in the middle of something. And I hadn't talked to this guy in 15 years. My dad and his dad were best friends. My mom and his mom were best friends. And I'm sitting at the montage and his girlfriend's mom runs to me crying, says, says, I changed her life. Just think of the synchronicity in that. She And she just realized that my friend knew me. Does that make sense? So my best friend from Mm -hmm. like elementary and middle school in La Jolla, Mm -hmm. his new girlfriend's mom (laughs) has been following me for five years and she had a complete and just sat with me for half an hour in full tears. Just, you know, she's just turned 60 and her and just telling me about how her life is unfolding and she's just totally getting back into her own power. And so like, you know, things like that can change you and shift you. That experience for me shifted me. Mm-hmm. It shifted how my the rest of my day. It moved me into momentum to to go further in in some of the things that I love, and also to cherish you know the relationships I have in my life mm-hmm. and to really show up for the people that I love. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing is like the more you show up for people, the more you're going to show up for yourself. Yeah. Right. It's like we don't have to go into a deficit like this concept that or this scarcity mentality that. If I show up for someone, I'm losing something. That's all an illusion. You know, you showing up and being of service is the ultimate power move. It's the ultimate generator. It gets your entire electrical system to the next level. Mm -hmm. And it also minimizes all the other problems that you think that you have. I mean, (laughs) this is another like sobriety thing. You know, I I don't know how to say this because I don't really talk about it, but it but being of service, and it can be anything, little things that you do throughout your day can completely change your whole consciousness. And it's like my, it's my way out of my problems, like Mm. my perceived problems. And suddenly they're, they're gone. And you're thinking about somebody else instead of thinking about yourself. And I think so many of us are trapped in this kind of daily vacuum of just thinking about ourselves yeah. all day. Yeah. And I love I love that you shared that story. I've had moments like that too and you know, I I love to bring it back to something you said before like turning your your challenges and your pain into a purpose and I had that experience with sobriety. I mean, I thought when I got sober it was going to be the fucking end of my life. I was in my 20s. I was like this is it. And I was so ashamed initially. Mm. I didn't want people to know that I was an addict or an alcoholic. And it became the foundation for my entire life and the thing that I'm most proud of today. You know, and I I think... As you should be. That's Thank you. That is not easy. Thank you. But I feel like we all have things in our life that Mm. we can... It's really about how you look at it. That's kind of like the theme that I'm getting from this conversation. You know, you you can turn that pain into something like it turned it into an asset and something that you can use for other people and all of that overcoming you know those types of 
pitfalls and something that has such a strong grip on your soul Mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's like beyond, it's like you're hitting nirvana. You're hitting like higher levels of attainment. This is what what mastery is all about. Mm -hmm. And your body knows it and your soul knows it, right? And then from there, it's like, okay, what's next? You know, Mm -hmm. while it's still a practice, you know? You know, the the alcohol thing is, is such a, it's such a topic that I think needs to be talked about more because I, I personally know, I mean, you know, the alcohol has, has such a reverse effect, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, we think it's inhibiting, yet it's locking us up. Yeah. And um, the ancient alchemists, you know, used alcohol to extract the essence from herbs and flowers, right? That's the, be- that's like Hermes Trismegistus we're talking about. Mm-hmm all of the the ancient ancient alchemists right well we do the same thing today when we are extracting things from vanilla or ashwagandha or whatever herb it is ethanol is a primary extractor mm-hmm. it's a perfect extractor <laughs> and it's basically pulling the i would say the cosmos within out of the fruit out of the herb out of the flower well it's doing the same thing to a human mm-hmm. right so if, and, and it's a very exact science too once you hit a past a certain threshold, you know, your liver can't metabolize it anymore and aldehydes build up and all of a sudden your body goes into a shutdown and starts evacuating everything, which is why it's a diuretic. But what does a diuretic even mean? What are you peeing out? You're peeing out critical minerals and critical components. And because we're an electrical system, we're diffusing the electrical energy in the body, which is why people black out. <laughs> you know, magnesium. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. And we and Symbiotica, we we offer magnesium. It's like the cornerstone of what we do. Mm-hmm. But magnesium is not only a mineral; it's a conductor. It's a co. It acts as a cofactor. It's involved with thousands of processes in the body. But basically, it's your ability to handle stress. And so, you know, alcohol is pulling this critical mineral, and everyone's already deficient in it. Right. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> It's not like we're like living on the farm, eating soil rich magnesium and yeah. eating, you know, all like all, all the things that we should be doing. So we're already deficient. Then we're plugging that in. Then we're plugging other things. It's it's all bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just to what to have a moment of escape and then you're screwed for the next three days. Mm-hmm. You hate yourself. You're miserable. You're probably eating every fried food that comes in front of you. You're waking up in the middle of the night. How could dehydrated. you? <laughs> yeah. You, you're cutting your sleep. Yeah. I have one or two glasses of wine, like even like a biodynamic wine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I have my my ring here. I I can see what it's doing to my sleep. Mm-hmm. And I can see how it's changing the next day. And we we lose these days. Mm-hmm. And at some point we're gonna go back and go, what would I do to have those days back? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, for sure. Yep. Okay. I like to ask my guests at the end, one thing we should all stop doing today and one thing we should start doing it can be anything i know it's like hard to pick after one, that but conversation yeah. <laughs> but it can just be like a little hack or sure. incorporating something whatever you think we should okay <laughs> we should start doing we should start doing our own homework no we should start really hydrating ourselves you know and get we should start mineralizing and hydrating ourselves. That's probably one of the most important things I can say. And this isn't even a symbiotica thing, but you know, we I, I grew up learning about traditional Chinese herbal medicine, 
I was mentored by my cousin who created the raw food movement here. He brought all the superfoods to North America himself. And so I was like a fly on the wall as a kid. And then I was around Ron Garden of Dragon Herbs and all these special people, Ayurveda. At the cornerstone of all these different things is mineralization. If we're not properly mineralized, forget about it. You know, mm. it's just one of those things. So I would start drinking Shilajit. Shilajit is the cornerstone of Ayurveda, and it just fundamentally can can help so much. It's like an umbrella on your endocrine system, on your energy levels, on your skin, your hair, your nails, your purpose, all those things. Mm-hmm. What I would stop doing is watching TV. I would say TV is extremely destructive. I know that might be cliche, but just on a on a like on a wavelength forget about you know news agencies and all that crap i'm just saying just on an energy level it shuts you down and it takes you away from your present mm-hmm. and that basically spins out of control and then you start behaving in certain ways and making bad choices so it's not so much the tv it's what happens after that and the loss of time that comes from it and mm-hmm. so Let's read more. Let's get outside more. Let's be active. And, and one other thing, let's stop hating on people. Hate, hating on people is a destructionary force. It's, it falls in line with the envy and jealousy thing. That's really the root of just pure, pure ineptitude, darkness, and just a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. The social media platforms has enabled so many people to attack people and it's cowardless. It's it's just it's filled with all the weird stuff. Yeah. And it's not embodying of a of a human that is looking for maximum potential. <laughs> Excellent way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely love talking to you. Where can everybody find you and find Symbiotica and all of that? I mean, we're everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's just amazing what the team has created at Symbiotica. We've, we're, we're in a pretty much almost all countries, I feel like, and we're everywhere. You know, everywhere I go now, walking around, someone running up to me, even if I'm in disguise. <laughs> and it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, you can, Symbiotica.com. I'm Sherveen333. Numerology is very powerful for me. I don't mean it just like angelic numbers, but I mean like real divine numerology of understanding life's path and purposes. So... I'm only on Instagram. That's the only social media I do. And uh, if you're in Southern California, come say hello. Amazing. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. Thank you so much. hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie.
note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.